forever. Dog. Welcome back for another steaming, piping, scalding serving of hot gas. It's our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives, issues in politics, and take a deep dive into the DMs. Let's get into some hot gas. Oh, I need a. I can I get a cup of ice on the side? Oh, it's a, just. Do you have a pot holder? Too, can I have an extra it's cup? It's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> extra cup. <laughs> oh my uh, goodness. What is the funny word that is used for the cardboard thing that goes around the cup? Sleeve? No, there's a word for it, and it's funny. It's like Zizix or something. Well, that's not how this works. You can't just say something and then have me know it. I thought Big Dipper would know. Dipper. I can Google it. Oh, wow. Could you? We need to <laughs> We need to play some Monster.com ad. <laughs> he looked me in the eyes. You're not even here, Alaska. He doesn't care anymore. Oh, my God. I'm kidding. So, where are you on the road Flagrant. right now? Flagrant. Wait, what? Where are you on the road right now? Uh, we are in Cardiff right now. We Wales, had a show last work, night. Bitch. Wales. Yes. Was Heidi worse there? Uh, I don't know. Who is that? Is that like Heidi Fleiss? I don't know. I guess she, she uh, canceled her own bookings this time instead of Adores and Fifi's. She's a promoter who's um, not the funnest oh. to work with. Um, they're called Zarfs or Cozies or Sleeves. Z- Zarp, paper, Zarps, paper, Zarps, Z A R F S, Zarps. See, I told you it was a funny word. I think that was worth it. I think that was worth our resources. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're gonna get a DM saying Zarf is a um, ancestral name in um, Zimbabwe <laughs> or something. <laughs> oh my god! Mm. Oh my god! You have the soundboard work. We don't. That's just my i my i message. <laughs> oh. But yeah, it's actually the soundboard. Where is the soundboard? I couldn't find Clever. it. Again, that monster.com ad. <laughs> I looked at the no. It's right by the thing. No, it wasn't there. By the... by the. It wasn't there. Huh. The missing soundboard. Mm-hmm. Fucking... It's like, um... It's like, uh... Courtney Conker's wallet. <laughs> Pandora's camera. Yeah. Uh, well... Okay, so wait. Okay, I'm seeing in our notes there's a drag her podcast it's premiering with Ew. with All Stars season one recaps. You Dipper just Nicole. handed me a napkin with blood on it. I think. Oh How my dare God. you? Where did I get the napkin? I don't know. Your table. But still, <laughs> you can't trust things from my home. Of course, there's blood on it. It's at my house. <laughs> Um, I, yes, uh, season Who's one. Who's doing drag her? Uh, Nicole, mm, Nicole, not Mains, that's Supergirl. Nicole Byer. Nicole Byer from, um, Is that the one we were on? Yeah, Nicole Byer from Nailed It. They renamed well, it. Well, I, I know. Oh, they, they renamed, renamed it. it. Wait, and Nicole's actually going to be back on her own podcast again? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, oh, no. I see Just no one don't. cared without her. 
all the cis men. <laughs> but you know what's really cool? They still don't have a drag queen doing it, which makes total sense because it's a show about drag. So I'm glad cis people who don't do drag are talking about it. That's so wonderful. I, we've come They're so comedians, far. And they have hot takes on... Um the first season of All Stars of Jack. Yeah, well, you know what? We're comedians too, and we're actually in our field, so we can talk shit about our sisters because we pretend that we actually like each other at gigs and take selfies. These people are just why? Like, why are they starting with All Stars season one? I'm perplexed because they want to be us. Duh! <laughs> they see the model that works, and then they say, "Oh, we'll do that too." Duh! <laughs> it's a corporation <laughs> trying to make money. Duh! I'm not well, I'm not faulting them. Good for them. I mean the title is Drag Her, and I hope that they don't use this opportunity just to drag drag queens because that would be unfortunate. Oh, you mean sure you mean just... like what their parent company did with the and New Yorker article? Because that's exa- mm. these are the same people. So I mean we can be nice to the host, but the people in charge of it, fuck them. Technically mm-hmm. is not involved in this moving forward not involved in this anymore they only paid for the recaps of seasons that were on television so now that they're going mm. back is no longer footing the bill so who is oh gum that network where we recorded with the office nicer than mine <laughs> well fuck them too <laughs> so this is their version of classique Correct. and it's unaffiliated and they aren't getting money Correct. not that i'm not that i've ever heard of that publication i, I it's some kind of can you bleep it? I sure. can't have it be said on this on this platform. The affiliates are in a tizzy over the. And I've al- I've also learned, and I no longer click their fucking cheap clickbait because it's just nonsense. So I don't even go there anymore. Mm-hmm. One hundred percent. You know what? I'm glad I did click the new music what? video for Truth in the Light. Oh yeah, it is a beautiful piece of inspiring art. It that's really for is. Sure. I love it. Um, it's an exciting new music video by the um, the singing duo Alaska and Jeremy, and it's called that. Truth in the Light. We actually shot it at the um, at the the, the TS the, the space. <gasps> I love that! Oh my gosh! Yeah, we shot it there one night. Um, Sean Videla is amazing at lighting and and lit it really beautifully. Oh, his lighting is beyond compare. He did my drugs video, and it's so yeah. beautiful. Really, really great. Really exciting. Um, Cole Christopher shot the video and Kane O'Keefe, friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Um, did the editing and really made it into this cool, trippy, uh, hallucinogenic experience. Well, when, so we're very proud when of does Kanos ever fail? I mean, never. 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 It's never happened, darling. Never happened. Um, I, I'm going back to Australia. That's something that happens a lot. And you're going too for this Comedy Queens tour. I'm so excited mm-hmm. for that. Are you gonna be um are you gonna be doing any uh Australian um adventures while you're down there or just the gigs? I'll be seeing some Bilbies. Uh <laughs> Bilby. <laughs> I'll be Bilby hunting. I wanna stick for sure. I wanna stick my finger in a marsupial pouch. I don't care okay. what kind of marsupial. I'll do a wombat, a kangaroo, a koala. I just want to finger one. Melbourne is the city for that. I think you'll really get a into Melbourne. There. Okay, is that like a platypus? It's a, 
It's a very... I can't stand when Americans try to be Australian and say, Melbourne. <laughs> so, hey, so I'm American and I'm going to Melbourne. Like, girls, stop it. Just say Melbourne and we'll move on. In Florida... You're, you're not You're not convincing me that your Australian accent is on point. By using one word. Like saying burrito. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, get a burrito. Yeah. Girl, bye. Girl, bye. Um, I am, uh, I was Twitter-pated by uh, this Little Mermaid news. Did you see all this? Well, this is just, I mean, you really couldn't ask for anything more as far as publicity and buzz for a project. My goodness, yeah. And I mean, I'm thinking that Beyonce said when she was doing Lion King, hey, I'm going to do casting for your next movie. Is that okay? And they were just like, oh, sh- yeah, okay. She's like, I have a friend. She's going to be Ariel. She's on my label. And, you know, it works because Haley Bailey. Haley Bailey? Is that how you say it? Is it Hallie? Hallie? Hallie Bailey. That sounds better than Haley Bailey. <laughs> or is it Haley Bailey? I don't know. It's Hallie. I don't um, know. Dipper, Hallie, Dipper Hallie is, Hallie. is how it's spelled, but um, okay. I'm I'm thrilled for her casting, but it a little piece of me is sad that Harvey Fierstein isn't um, Ursula. So Melissa McCarthy is definitely going to be Ursula. Y- yes, yes, for sure. Okay, and uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean. Uh, as far as Ariel goes, I think, I think all that we require from her is that she is beautiful and has the voice of an angel. Well, then why am I not playing her? Oh, ingenue. Sorry. And red hair would be helpful. Yes, of course. I think this is a brilliant casting decision. And I mean, the, the buzz and the talk about it has been just everywhere, constant, nonstop, which is great for the project. So like, um, I think it's a really great moment. Melissa McCarthy as Ursula, on the other hand, meh. I mean, (laughs) to quote, to quote wise philosopher RuPaul, meh. (laughs) I mean, it's just for me, it's like Ursula's voice is supposed to be scratchy and nasty and like everything she doesn't want. That's why she wants Ariel's voice. And Melissa McCarthy has a great voice. And I'm sure they're going to like make it craggly or whatever, but like Harvey Fierstein's already perfect for the role. I know, dude. I mean, what about Vicky Vox? Justice for Vicky Vox. That would be, that would be even better. Like, I, I would love Vicky as that. That would be, like, sickening. In the original, they they were basing the sketches off of Divine. Yeah. And so, she has that sort of Divine face. type of that. figure. Now, I... So, to have a fucking... I don't know. To have a character that was was queering gender could have been really exciting but i'm sure melissa mccarthy will be fantastic oh yeah she, i love her in everything i want to see that um that movie with her and tiffany haddish and uh elizabeth moss really bad that looks great um i am excited for the other casting news for flotsam and jotsam we have alexis mateo and shangela as the Superbot twins <laughs> and uh, i thought it was gonna be the cock destroyers oh that would be sickening and have that- you seen the have you seen the clip no oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god okay posted to the race Dipper, have you seen it have you seen it no no he hasn't 
Okay, I, I've got to send this through you. He only sees napkins okay. with blood. <laughs> oh my god, what is going on in your home? Yeah. You know, Tuesday. <laughs> um, Little Mermaid. I'm gonna find this and just send it to you. And it's been because... just announced that Prince Eric will be played by um Jason Carter. What? <laughs> yep. That would be amazing. Yep. Uh, They're gonna give him shoes. Don't, don't tease me. Uh, shoes. Okay, I'm with sending shoes. this through, and I would really love it if you played it on the microphone real quick, even though it won't make sense until you kind of see it. Okay. <laughs> it actually won't make any sense at all to the listeners. I liked but, all because. Go ahead. The reason it's funny is is the lips match up really well with Flotsam and Jetsam. Oh, hi, guys. Mm, please love your big tits. Do you know what we are? We fucking cock destroyers, aren't we? <laughs> fucking destroyers. Yeah, fucking cock destroyers. We love to just get your dick and fucking despunk them fucking balls. Mm. Do you know what? Let these fucking balls uh, in our mouths. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Blossom and Jetson talking to Ariel, like seducing her. Fucking dirty bitches. Everywhere. Oh. <laughs> I love it. You get the idea. We're definitely posting that on um, Race Chaser Pod. And Please. you can check that out during this break. Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. Also, you're going to want to discover the 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals. The Factor meals were so great. I love that they came in a recyclable container and with very little waste. And the food, delicious. My... Taste buds had a party. Exactly. Really good. Really easy to make. Loved it. Not a lot of cleanup because Factor Meals eliminates the hassle of the prepping, the cooking, and cleaning up. Simply heat and savor the good stuff, and you can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. And then pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. So you can get back to doing what you love this spring. And if you're looking for gourmet meals, try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. In fact, we're celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash drag Drag 50. And use code DRAG50 Drag 50. to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code DRAG50 at factormeals.com slash DRAG50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies. I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music 
in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Welcome back. And this is our segment, which we like to call Let's Get Political. It's really hard to um, sync up our singing when we're across the world, but I think that sounded pretty great. <laughs> Oceans away. I mean, Oceans apart. Uh, one other Little Mermaid tidbit um, Amanda Seals has been posting really funny shit. She's um, a comedian. She's on Insecure. She um, has an HBO comedy special called I Be Knowing, which is hilarious. And she has all these Little Mermaid sync ups with uh, Flotsam, with the, the seagull and the fish, and Ariel being really funny. Oh my um, God. And then I was watching something about this, uh, this uh, Holly Bailey. Um, dispelling all myths and truths about um african-american people not knowing how to swim too like this is a huge step forward work and i was like how oh okay can i laugh at that um but yeah (laughs) so amanda seals she's amazing check her out yeah she is really funny she's as funny as a drag queen and um drag queens are all over now too there's one in political office have you heard about this I did in hear our tell. Own, in our own bedroom, sleepy town. Maybe yes. a girl. Maybe a girl who's a drag queen here in Los Angeles. She was recently elected to the Silver Lake Neighborhood Council in April of 2019. What? Like and she ran, she ran as a drag persona. So her platform was drink tickets and um, stealing from coat check (laughs) 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 and child literacy and street sweeping. Exactly. Uh, I think that's cool. Great. We should go to a meeting and just like fangirl out on her. We can bring ones and tip her at the the council meeting. (laughs) Oh my god! And just fan clack every time she does something. (laughs) That's a- <laughs> Please. And we have decided to vote yes on Proposition 2018. <laughs> uh, yes! <laughs> 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 now do the vivacious. <laughs> <laughs> you better work, mama. We need to so, go and then just be like waving at her like how those two nerds waved at Rosie O'Donnell in A League of Their Own. And she's just like confused like me. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so the- fun. The question I have is, does she have to get up in full drags for every, every fucking meeting and, you know, council, you know? I mean, if oh. she, if she's a drag queen, she, um, she might relish the opportunity to get up in full drag for all that because I would think about, like, I have so many great little suits. I'd love to be in politics. I should be in politics. Well, the thing, I thought about it as well, but you have to take into consideration that the money isn't very good, oh, which no. is why Oprah won't run for president. I meant politics at store in the Beverly Center. Uh, I love that store. <laughs> yeah. Well, the important thing is we are able to, uh, we are able to affect political change from the platform we have now, mm-hmm. but I like that this door she is wears platforms? opening. 
Yeah, full. Yes, yeah, full. That's platform. good. With, it's it's easier with on the, the little arch. slot for tips. Yeah, to one hundred. That's little... where we'll shove her things. Tips and um, yeah. ballot measures. Yeah, maybe completely. that's how. We, maybe that's how you actually vote. You put it in her shoe. Yeah, that would be wonderful. That would I be think democracy. It's great. I think she's opening a door, and I would like to see. I'm sure uh, there's a glory hole in like it too. I would like to see more of this. <laughs> I would like to see more of this because, I mean, it's sort of like why not drag queens uh are a visual thing and they get your attention and they also tell the truth and um they're not afraid to be controversial and push the limits where they need to be pushed so i'm all for this maybe we should have her on hot goss maybe a girl if you're listening uh hit us up okay i would love that a hot goss guest a hot mm-hmm. guest <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my gosh um what did you do for july 4th Anything fun? Uh, I was in England and I was deep in tour mode. So it sort of just came and went and um, I don't, you know. Well, I was with our AAA girl sister, Courtney Act on Fire Island. Um, and Shortney Shacked, friend of the pod. And I have to report that she didn't wear her corset and she burst right through her custom Howie B creation. <laughs> she said, I tried to put it on without my corset. And then uh, it just... Uh, pillows, pillows bursting forth from her princess seams. Of uh, you just can't help yourself. <laughs> and then, but here's you the you can't help yourself <laughs> to bring up on the pod a moment where Cordiac <laughs> bursts through a garment. You just can't help it. Bursting. But then afterwards, that sight of skin so tantalized uh, a middle-aged boat owner that he offered her a ride on his boat from the Pines back to Cherry Grove instead of waiting in this long-ass line for, or for a boat taxi or something. And then um, we got, all got loaded on the boat and she said, goodbye, because she was staying in the Pines. She's not a Grove girl. And the boat owner was so distressed that... Um, you sucked him? No, that she wasn't coming. But I did give oh. him Courtney's number. And by Courtney's number, I mean I gave him Kelly Mantle's number. Because last time someone asked for my number at Hamburger Mary's and I didn't want to give it out, I gave it, gave him Kelly's number. And then the next week he came back and he's what? like, thanks for your friend's number. And I was like, uh, what? And he he's like, yeah, nice girl. And I was like, uh, Kelly off of a cold call sucking on cocks. <laughs> cold call. Cold call Kelly. That's what they call her. <laughs> <laughs> um but the fourth oh of july God. for me was amazing i had so much fun um i was at this i was at my friend gina's house and she has all these seashells by the front door decorated by different artists there's a jackie beat one first one i pick up turn it over it's matthew he like has this giant this shell with like this amazing betty boop on it and then she has all these like drag artifacts like Courtney left her nails at her house and she's like, these go in a seashell in the hutch. And it's like so many drag artifacts. It's really cool. Like girls nails or a glove or like um, nothing crazy like Dorian Corey, like bodies in the closet or nothing. But it's really nice. But um, I love that. The next day after July 4th or a couple days after that, I was um, treated to a healthy dose of my own white privilege um, because I was watching a guy talk to a bank teller about um, July 4th and um she was kind of like we don't really do anything we watched independence day and i was like okay that makes sense because i'm trying to imagine as a american like what it would feel like if i didn't feel really like included in this country and then i was forced to celebrate it anyway kind of like you know july 4th celebrating how great this country is yeah it was great because we built it on the 
backs of your ancestors hard work unpaid you know like so like Mm. i was feeling some sort of way about that and then like i was listening to hamilton too and then i realized oh non-white people fought in the war and then they were made slaves again like the fuck not like oh my god thanks for your help here you go your freedom which you deserve anyway no go back to the plantation fuck you america i'm just so over it and then after like what will smith did in independence day 2 like he should apologize for that that movie sucked what did he do in the movie? It was terrible. He wasn't even in it. That's what he did. Oh, sort of like Keanu Reeves in Speed 2. He wasn't in it, but Sandra stayed on. I guess, yeah. But the only reason Sandra did that film was that so she could finance her own film, which she, like, directed. Yeah, but she wasn't... Um, Wait, no, she... I don't think she was the first choice for that. And she definitely wasn't the first choice for Demolition Man. She, uh, Lori Petty was fired two days into it, and then they hired her. I'm useless. I, I, very Lori Petty. Very Lori Petty. How oh, Lori Petty. Petticoat Junction. Yeah. And I mean, if while we're at it, we're talking about July 4th, um, maybe we should make Juneteenth a holiday, you know, like a national holiday. Like not, not for white people. White people should have to work harder on that day. But all, okay. all POC should have off on anybody who was ever who had a friend who was enslaved, a cousin who was enslaved, a mom, a grandpa. They should all get the day off for sure. Team. And that Christopher Columbus Day should be abolished. Girl, uh, girl, why? That day is just like, I don't get it. Let's come over to a country and then kill all the people with great accessories, all that beadwork, all those feathers, and then take yeah. their fucking land. Why is that a holiday? Why are why is every fucking street in Florida named after, you know, Christopher Columbus and Ponce de Leon? yeah it's a little grim and a little gross yeah i agree but you know it's not gross will smith's son jaden smith is giving out free vegan food um for the homeless on skid row and he says it's the first of many this little kid is amazing he's not a little kid he's 21 now but like between the the clean water thing he's doing in flint and these trucks he's really trying to affect social change and i want to fuck him he's hot um, is Jaden Smith also gender, gender fluid? I think he wore a Louis Vuitton skirt once. So yeah, sure. Okay. Well, Jaden Smith launched the I Love You vegan food truck. Yes. Which, uh, provided free food for homeless individuals and set it up on Skid Row over the weekend um that's really cool i i like jaden smith and i i sort of always have because um they are very into using their platform uh for obviously like positive change and for having meaningful conversations uh so i think that's really cool and um i think that's representative of a lot of young people out there i mean the whole family actually the red table talks with jada and her mom and willow are amazing they had uh they had this great talk about thruples and just really honest talk about uh interracial adoption it's a it's a really good show jada pinkett smith is like bomb for producing that i love it love jada pinkett smith friend of the pod and they have a great red table too which makes sense um i am going to take a break and okay wash my hands (laughs) 
So you do you. <laughs> Why don't you get that blood off that fucking napkin over there? It's messy. And by the way, I see on your mantle behind you, "Life is a Party" by David Burke. Life is a friend party. Of the pod. Friend of the life pod. is a party. <laughs> we'll be back after this. My break. Kelly mantle. <laughs> <laughs> My cold call Kelly mantle. <laughs> your Kelly Green mantle. Welcome back, and this is segment three, of course, where we go spelunking, spelunking deeply in the into the DMs. Is spelunking spelled right? No. Oh, wow. Um, this is from... Yes. Yeah, is it? Yes. Nice. How wonderful. Um, <laughs> Dipper's just how wonderful assuming for you. that everything is My default is to say, no, it's no. not spelled right. Um, from <laughs> at SD Robertson 82 they said, did y'all see this, stealing your brand? Oh. Who the fuck is Whose this? Whose book is this? Who is this? Did we steal hot gauze? That's Karuchi on the show Claws. Oh. And um, they're using the term hot gauze as like a marketing thing. Oh, well, meanwhile, she's wearing a ring that looks like it comes from Gia's gun uh, jewelry collection for sure. <laughs> See. Is this, Dipper, what's the timeline on this? Did they steal this from us or did we steal it from them? Um, they stole it from us. Ago, which, how long have we been doing hot gauze? More than that. This is week seven. Okay. Well, um, why don't you do the math race chasers? Uh, we'll leave it up to you because y'all know what's going on out there. <laughs> We're good for a ratings bump every now and then. Drag queens in uh, general are usually good for a bump. But <laughs> don't don't try to piggyback off our our ratings. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Fucking whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into this next message, which is from Root, and this says: So a while ago, Henny actually spilled all the tea about what really happened behind the scenes on that season three episode. Did including- she? including the reason for three-week break that Raja wouldn't share. This actually checks out. Look at the different wig Mimi is wearing when they come back to the runway. It's not the same one she had on and untucked. You can hear it here. And here's a transcription that a Reddit user had gone and done. What's Why don't we read this like a scene? Fof is Feast of Fun, that podcast in Chicago. Oh, yeah, I know them. And they interview a lot of girls. And the majority of the DMs have been about the break in season three. Because remember, Alexis Mateo went on Hey Queen and said it had to do with the fight. What? Yeah. (laughs) And then Raja said it had to do maybe with some health reasons. I got another DM that said something about Viacom, like logo being sold to viacom was the reason they had to take a break viacom always owned logo there's a lot of speculation and so i wanted to further the conjecture with this okay do you want to be henny or Fof? um you be henny i'll be feast of fun all right friend of the pod feast of fun they sent so hello they sent us home for three weeks oh that's right because rupaul allegedly Oh, that's right, because RuPaul allegedly needed to take a break. Um, well, it was because Shangela and Mimi got into a fight. What? The fight caused them to have to take a break for three weeks? Yeah, because they didn't know what they needed to do. What do you mean? Huh? That's news for me. Will you explain this to me? What do you want to know? 
So how did this come about? I mean, there was so there was a fight, and they said were, they were stopping production. Well, Mimi and Shangela got into a fight, and you could see it on Untucked, but they didn't air the actual fist fight. And they were like, "We need to figure out how to deal with the situation if they want to kick them off or whatever." Who threw the first punch? I don't know. It happened so quick. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" And so they put them on separate corners and they just said, we're taking a break from production. We don't know how to handle it to iron out legal issues. Uh Uh-huh. So it had nothing to do with RuPaul's health. So what Mimi told us was that they took almost a month break and sent everyone home because RuPaul had some kind of, I think she said, a heart condition. And the studio wouldn't ensure it unless she took a kind of break. No. Really? Mimi lied to us? Mimi lied. Come on, Mimi. Because when they cut back to the main stage, look at Mimi's hair she's wearing. She's covering up his forehead because she was bleeding when Shangela's nails scratched her in the forehead. That is tea, Henny. If I remember correctly, I had blood on my arms. I was in the vicinity trying to stop it from happening, and I just got blood on my arms from Mimi's forehead. Because, like, if you watch the show, if you watch Untucked when she throws the drinks, you can hear me in the background going, oh, hold on now. That's when they were fighting. And that's the end of the transcription. Wow, this is really actually very hot goss. Oh, wow. The hot goss continues from Joel Maki 2. Hey, dolls, my boyfriend worked for Interior Illusions <laughs> during the time. To- to- oh, I love these people. <laughs> Listeners, I love you. You make my day so good. This. Uh, oh, my gosh. This is too much. Uh, somebody just sent us a whole case of Chivana, a 24-pack. My boyfriend oh my worked God. for the Interior Illusions during the time of season three hiatus, and they had to send the furniture back to the showroom and back to <gasps> once it was over he seems to believe it was due to viacom or mtv or whatever buying logo not that fun of a reason but that's the tea i got you're wrong joel oh my love you girls bye but you're definitely wrong it might be so we just don't know okay logo always was owned by viacom they always were i went to the viacom offices for a logo casting before logo was even on the tv they always owned it um did you book it or honey i write books (laughs) <laughs> before before you barrel on to the next one, how do you feel about all this information you just got? I feel like this information is um wrong. But thank you well, so much. What which part do you think is wrong? The part about Viacom buying MTV and that's why the furniture had to get sent back. What about the whole the furniture the fight? The furniture gets sent back because it's called trade out and they send it back every year afterwards. The fight, I I believe that could be true. Well, they took a break for three weeks, so they had to send the furniture back because the furniture was on loan, obviously. So they sent it back to the showroom. That makes sense. Yeah. The reason for the hiatus, I don't, I mean, I don't know, but I think this all adds to just season three being probably the one of the most iconic seasons out there. And it continues to make us scratch our heads and uh, deep dive into conjecture, uh, wild conspiracy theories. And, and rumor. I that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's great that uh that we're Nancy Drew and all this bullshit because people want to know. They want to know, Mariah, how did you grow that beard overnight? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's the little things and like m- making sense out of like Easter eggs in movies, like the fact that um a star is born when Jackson Maine pulls up to the blue boo blue blue, there's a billboard on top with a noose and a rainbow. It's like, and that was there on top of the building that wasn't a coincidence how weird is that and that's where they were filming and then he dies at the end of the movie 
with a noose. It's like <gasps> spoiler. <laughs> spoiler. If you haven't seen A Star Is Born, please hang up on this podcast and immediately watch it, and then ask Shangela if she scratched Mimi's forehead. I am just I. I I, I'm really grateful to the Nancy Drews out there. Thank you, Race Chasers, for continuing to get to the bottom of, of these uh, these conjectures. Nancy Drew Paul. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, complete. Uh, we have another message. Hi, Alaskan Willem from Rare Luth. I'm a big fan of the pod and have thoroughly enjoyed rewatching the earlier seasons with your spot-on commentary, something that has plagued me for years. The <laughs> sneaker squeak sound effect every time someone enters the workroom. This sample is in abundance throughout season three. Have you noticed the elusive sneaker squeak? Love you, beauty, so much. Rare Luth. It's a sound effect they use for the door opening. It's this... Uh... And it happens every time RuPaul walks into the workroom for a walkthrough, every time one of the girls walks in. What's what? it? What's it called? Oh, sorry. I was trying to talk a to A Foley her. artist? A Foley artist. Bitch, that's it. Now we got... Deep Foley. <laughs> deep Foley artist truths. Wow. I did not know if, that. If someone can isolate it and send it to us, maybe we can just Make add a mix. it to the soundboard. <laughs> well, that would be great. When we have a guest, we'll use that. Oh, the door's opening. <laughs> Yeah, and now there is no door, so they've done away with the sound effect. But it was this very, like, apparent, the doors. I I wonder if they use it for when RuPaul opens the door at the top of the stairs to come in now for the walkthroughs. To let the kids know to put their fake faces on? (laughs) To what? To let the kids know to put their fake faces on and pretend they know who Alexander Torasani is? Uh, It's Alessandra. Ugh. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, and she uh, shared our post from the Race Chaser Pod uh, Instagram account. She's a listener. How? What? What? Alessandra Torresani is a listener of Race Chaser. She reposted the clip of us talking about her and you talking mad shit about her. And she's like, oh, this is brilliant. And reposted it on her Instagram. I'm a drag queen. What was I supposed to do? Say, like, true stuff about her? Well, we read so fiercely when other podcasts talk shit about drag queens. So I think we should take that into account when we're talking shit about actors because we are also actors. And And models. (laughs) (laughs) So, Alessandra Torresani, if you are listening, we are huge fans. Um, She is. But you had no place on that guy. Oh, wait, she did. She was in a space show and they were doing a yes. space show and she's an actress and all those girls were trying to be actresses. Okay. Yes. And she did have cute gloves on. Remember that little glove? I think it was a leopard glove. We would be happy to call you a friend of the pod, Alessandra. We would. And for fourteen ninety nine, you can have a shirt that says friend of the pod, but you have to make it yourself and send us the money. <laughs> Alessandra. Oh, wait. I wanted, to sh- I wanted to show you guys these mock-ups I made, but we can do that later. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, we have another deep dive. It's from Stellan. He said, hey, girls, I'm a fan from Sweden. Do either of you have any nerdy interests that we might know about? Are you into board games, Dungeons and Dragons, or such frivolities? He also attached a dick pic. It's called Apoderiva. What's called? The piercing is called Apoderiva. Apoderavia. I had one of those once in my mouth. I never understood why they did that. It's a piercing that goes straight through the head of the penis. Not the urethra. The top of the head about, you know, 
uh, a half a fingernail away from the urethra slit. Just goes right through the top. Uh, he just so sent this. What? What? Show me. Oh, good. It's a video of it. Oh wow! How does his underwear not get caught on it? Oh, Andy's got a piercing between his balls and his shaft. The dick is lovely though, bitch. He could have eight piercings on it. He could have a Jacob's ladder on it because it's huge. What's his name again? Let's find him. Stellan. Bitch, I'm down. What about his question? Does he want me to suck it? <laughs> Do you have Big any nerdy interests oh. that people might not know about? You know what's kind of funny is Alaska and I have been talking about developing a board game. Um, and so, oh, yeah. So that's that's a new interest for me, board games in general. Um, and sometimes I get bored by games, so I just look at dicks. That's kind of like a game, right? I'll just go on um, Grinder and like look for dicks and then like... You know, Grinder's kind of like a video game where you just get to the end and then sometimes you just shut it off. You're like, eh, I'm going to pretend I'm going to hook up with that guy and not go to his house. Or I'll cancel in five minutes. Like that kind of thing. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's a game I play when so I'm out of town. You, so you're a ghoster is what you're saying. I'm wow. not a ghoster. I always tell I'm people when that. I'm not coming, but I like to leave the option open. Like if I'm talking to someone at seven o'clock, I'm like, sure, we'll fuck after the club. But then if it's 2 a.m. and I don't want to anymore, I will say I'm not coming. My butthole's dirty. And then that's if, nice. Of yeah, you. and then if they like, or I just, I'm like, I can't. I'm I'm closed for construction that day, or the water park has mud in it. You know, you, I just come up with an excuse that makes them say like, you know what, I'm I can't talk you into coming over. Yeah, because nobody wants to have a muddy buddy. Well, some guys I'm sure are like, well, come on over. I don't mind. Actually, one of my good dear friends who's a hot goss listener, she shit in this dude's mouth in 2016. Oh, what? And I said, first of all, how are you shitting in his mouth? Because you've been taking all my Percocets, darling, from my back surgery. And it's so hard to shit on Percocet. So I was like, how did you poop in his mouth? But he was fine. She showed me his pictures and then he asked her to come back over again. But she was too perked up uh, or perked down, actually. Um, And I was like, girl. And I was like, didn't it smell once you said? And she said, no. He formed an airtight ring around her. (laughs) Oh, my God. Stop this. She said it didn't even have time to hit the air. It was just like a, a hermetic seal. Oh, my God. A hermetic shit seal. Ooh, is this the plumber? I think it's the plumber. Oh Alaska, do you have any <laughs> nerdy? Oh my Can Jesus. You let my plumber in? Um I don't well, not really anymore. I used to be really into video games when I was younger. Oh, I thought I we were talking also, about scat still, and I was like, she's gonna tell a no, shit story on the air. No, I also used to play D and D like when I was in middle school. I used to play B and B. But now I like I wish I had time to play video games, but I'm sort of just like drag as a video game is is my video game of choice. Well, if you come to DragCon New York, you can play video games with me and Anthony and people in my booth. I'm going to be there. I didn't get the I wasn't lucky enough to receive the $500 check for posting about DragCon New York, but Why? Um, I will Did be there. Did you send the email? Um, no, I never got the email saying if I post about it, I'll get $500 because... I just heard the door squeak sound effect, you guys. What door was that? My, my, uh, front door because... Can you open it and I'm going to say hello, hello, hello. She wants you to open the door so she can say hello, hello, hello. <laughs> it has the exact sound. Yeah. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. 
Wow. Worth it. Worth it. Thank you so much for taking time off your tour and coming to talk to us with all this hot goss Alaska. I am, uh, I'm glad to do so. And it's great uh, catching up with you. Yeah, it's really nice that we have this opportunity to solicit um, genital pictures from all these nice people and rumors and queries and quandaries is in there as well, too. Um, and if you have any of those things, you can email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. yeah, you can send us all of your hot goss, rumors, conjecture, queries, quandaries, and thank you very much for always listening to Hot Goss, brought to you by TNT and the show Claws. <laughs> Karoosh! Um, I do love Niecy Nash, though, bitch. She did that uh, garage sale show, and I went, and she was really nice. Um, She's fierce. Yeah. You can follow love us her. on Instagram at RaceChaserPod, at the only Alaska 5000 and at Willem and we will be back next week with some more piping, steaming, scalding, boiling, hot goss. Hot goss is a forever dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Alex Sarchet. Our theme music is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises Incorporated Limited. This goss is hot. hot.